Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Old Hollywood Realness. Hi. I'm your host, Kathleen Nall. And I'm your co-host, Philip Estrada. <laughs> and this is a podcast dedicated to the glamour and glitz of old Hollywood. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, we should probably give you an introduction as to who we are and why we want to do something like this. Yes. <laughs> so uh, how do you know? What's your history with old Hollywood? What's your, like... Well, growing up with it, tell me all all the things. <laughs> well, um, I'm 38 years old, and so I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and um, both of my parents were very much into older films from the 20s all the way through to, I guess, pre-1970. And so when everyone else was watching Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, shitty slasher films, I was watching musicals and film noir and, um, you know, even old documentaries and things like that. So I've always had a, a great love for um, older movies and musicals. <laughs> what about you, fellow? Oh, well, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, I just rem- I don't know my first, my first time ever watching an old movie, but I do remember that when growing up, I was a kid of the late 80s early 90s and we I was babysat by the TV and we had we had satellite dish because we lived in the country and so we definitely had like we had Disney Channel and back in the day Disney Channel didn't have a lot of original programming so they did this sort of like Turner Classic Movie style buying old movies and airing them so I remember seeing a lot of like really old random movies and musicals on like Disney Channel was Uh like my go to like a lot of random ones like you know, Doctor Doolittle and some other like your classic sort of ones, and then some of the really obscure ones from like the late sixties or early sixties yeah. and those sort of things. But they were all sort of the G rated because it was Disney Channel, like when the cartoons weren't on. So yeah, it, it always kind of like piqued my interest. And then as I just grew older, I was just always kind of like gravitated towards them. Yeah, I always describe myself as like I'm the stereotypical Judy loving queen who <laughs> legitimately has Judy Garland on his iPhone, and like when it comes on, I'm not changing it. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to power through this song because it's amazing. <laughs> and, you know, and then so, and, and then we met. Right. In our first year in college. Yes. In 299? Yes, 99. Yeah, 99. In LA. In LA. At, at fashion school. Yep. And at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. Yep. I had met, we had had a illustration class together. Yes. It was yeah. illustration two or something like that. And yep. And we... And it's been magic ever since. Yep, it was. <laughs> so we just connected, and then we eventually like found out that we loved old movies, and we just right. connected more and more over them over the years. And then my life eventually took me to the East Coast, and I finished my degree in Virginia, moved up to New York, went to the fashion, launched into the fashion industry there, and like kept kept working in fashion, kept loving the old movies and costumes, and I actually do a lot of costuming. 
on the side. I was, you know, I started doing the burlesque stuff, and I, I draw a lot of inspiration from that. And so yep. that's kind of what I ended up doing. Yeah, and and, uh, <laughs> and I ended up staying on the West Coast, but also in sort of parallel lives. I've also stayed in the fashion industry and um, in L.A., in the LA, L.A. area, and then eventually in San Francisco. And now, as fate would have it, we're both now in the Pacific Northwest and a mere <laughs> three hours away from each other. I'm now in Portland, and Philip's now in Seattle. Yep. Still in the fashion industry, Um, but we still have always had our love um, of costumes, and I too love sewing and making costumes, particularly historical ones, and it's just something that has, um, we've never given up that that creativity in our imaginations, and we still enjoy watching, any excuse to watch an old movie and musical and talk about it, gab about it, laugh about it, they're just absolutely wonderful, and this podcast has given us an opportunity to see movies we've never seen before or see them again for after many years and to see them with a, a modern eye. It's really it's nice. It's been very enlightening. It's actually really fun, too, to watch them together. Yeah. Because we can really kind of, like, it's it's almost like you have, that, like, a friend to, like, come in yeah. and laugh more with. You Are you seeing this, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, what I've always loved about our costume styles is yours has always been more of the historical vein, and mine has always been more of the theatrical, kind of, like, inspired by, by history. So it's, like, it's yeah. kind of nice that you, you've always been, like, a nice, person that I can always ask historical questions to because I'm just like so plastic sequins that's that's historically accurate right and you're like nope and then my answer of course is naked but and then and that's what's great too because you've given me a balance that you know I, I I definitely have quite a love and respect for sequins and rhinestones and all things sparkly Damn and we'll find a way to put them on just about anything I do Dad. Even if it's just a little pearl here and there. <laughs> when in doubt, throw a secret. Yeah, <laughs> more is more. Um, so, did you have any like? Were there any costume designers from the history that you kind of gravitated towards that you like draw a lot of inspiration from? Sure. Well, I would say that my number one favorite costume designer of all time would be Adrian, and I'm I think. Have to agree with you. He's one. And I think because he was. He was both a costume designer and a fashion designer, and he never let anything limit his imagination. And, um, you know, he's most famous for, of course, The Wizard of Oz and um, um, costuming Joan Crawford and really providing a lot of iconic looks. But what I loved about one of my favorite things he did was that um, it was the suits and the clothing that he was able to design during World War II when there was fabric rationing. And he would use every little chip of fabric so that he could make something just absolutely wonderful. He, he would spare no expense on the craftsmanship and the creativity, even if he was hindered by the amount of cloth he was able to work with. And so for that, that's why he's my favorite. Like <laughs> what about you? Um, Adrian is a big one for me. Love him. There's a, actually there's a book that I recommend for everyone to buy if you can find it. It is called Gowns by Adrian. Yes. It's a coffee table book. Absolutely. So pages and pages of photos of his work. <laughs> 1939 was his year. I will where second he that had recommendation. Amazing movies come out with the Vaz, the women, like these movies that are just like they blow you away with how beautiful. Another one of my major ones, and this is going to be no surprise to anybody who knows me on social media, is Bob Mackie. (laughs) Right, of course. (laughs) Mr. Mackie. He's my favorite. And I think one of the major reasons um, I really like him, I gravitate towards him, is that he actually started 
in the Hollywood machine, like, as it was kind of going down. Yeah. Like, as it was kind of, like, when the machine was kind of being disassembled. So he had a lot of that. Like, he started in the industry in, like, the early 60s with working with, like, Edith Head, Jean-Louis, all of these people who were, like, really cool, amazing. And he was inspired by old Hollywood, too. So he got right. a lot of his inspiration from old Hollywood. So it's almost like having sort of, like, having someone whose work, who's work you kind of, like, parallel. Like, you you draw a lot of inspiration. I draw a lot of inspiration from old Hollywood. He draws a lot of inspiration. So it's almost, like, kind of like a... Um, a con, not, I'm confident isn't the right word, but he's just sort of like a, a peer in a way where I yeah. feel like his work is kind of like very ins- direct inspiration. To he he is, I feel work. like he's become, he's like your mentor yeah. in, in well, a lot of ways. But he just doesn't know it. <laughs> well, yeah. He's your very godmother. Yeah. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> but that's what I like too, is I like the irreverence of his design. Yeah. I like how it doesn't take itself too seriously. There's not a lot of yeah. that sort of like, this is fashion. It's more I like, totally agree. And I, get, I yeah. love, love, love that. I always take that into what I do yeah. as far as what I do costume-wise. Or I always just like, more is more, rhinestones and sequins, like just, and then also, but doing it in a very tasteful way and making right. sure that it's like, it's elegant and beautiful and it's like, it doesn't, it's, it's the garment, of course, is not wearing the woman, but the woman is like, but you have to have a personality yeah. big enough to wear my stuff. And, <laughs> and it really is storytelling to, through clothing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the difference between, you know, I mean, you could say mainstream fashion versus costumes and, and even haute couture, it's like you're telling a story and you're building a personality and, and everything. And it, Bob Mackey is definitely, I mean, he's, he's the, he's one of the last to be kind in a lot yeah. of ways. And, and I love, it's like, and I think of this too, as much as, you know, I love things that are historical and I love fine detail, but I'm a whimsy first kind of girl, you know, <laughs> whimsy first. I've got to be able to smile. First. And I think that <laughs> that should be our motto. Whimsy first. Oh, Hollywood will do. Whimsy first. <laughs> that will be on our t-shirts when we get those when made. We get <laughs> when we get t-shirts. Sure. <laughs> After we get the tote bag. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's basically... So that's us, really. In a nutshell, that's us. It's um, Be Patient With Us. We're first-time podcasters, yes. long-time listeners. Yes, we love podcasts, um, uh, you know, especially mm-hmm. ones, well, around Hollywood and movies and comedy. And yeah. I'm a true crime nut myself, but, you know, true crime in Hollywood is yeah. better. But, um, but yeah, we... Please um, have patience with us as we figure out how to use all of this technology. Yeah, and um, reach out to us. We want to connect with everybody. <laughs> yes. and share our love with it and share, you know, hear your story. Yes, and, let's talk old movies. Yeah. So. <laughs> let's gab about the costumes and the glamour. <laughs> glamour. <laughs> <Darling>. <laughs> <laughs> great well we look forward to doing more episodes and yes. we look forward to hearing your feedback we hope that you enjoy it and um we hope that everything in your life is glamorous yes thank you for listening bye bye